Hello, my friends. Welcome to Back to Heart. I am popping in today. I'm in between jobs, so I have very limited time and I'm kind of sacrificing my lunch hour right now to record this podcast. One, because I'm on a caffeine high. I never really drink caffeine anymore and I had some coffee this morning and I have a lot of energy and therefore I have a lot of thoughts and things that I would like to say uh, verbally. I was listening to a podcast while making some pasta and uh, that would actually be a a good podcast name, podcast with pasta. (laughs) But I was listening to a podcast called The Deep Place. And if you know anything about me, I've had uh, previous partners and friends tease me on how often I use the word deep in my language and how often I want to go deeper with people emotionally and so this podcast is right up my alley and but it is a a podcast that I haven't listened to ever before but it's been something that I've wanted to listen to for years. I discovered it through one of my favorite photographers online. Her name is Joy Prouty. I will link it in the show notes. She's an amazing incredible artist. She's a beautiful mother. She her life and her the way that she portrays it and expresses it uh, her life and her, not just her her physical life, but her life force and her spirit and her children is so beautiful. And I've always been so captivated by it. And I remember years and years and years ago before I was ever into podcasts, maybe back in 2017, she had been a guest on this podcast and I didn't listen to it, but I was very drawn to it. Um, and for whatever reason today, I wanted to listen to the podcast and I'm not even finished with the podcast episode that I'm listening to, but it has inspired a lot of thoughts and has really lit up my own heart and my own spirit because it is going deep on creativity and what is deeper than that Um I'm laughing because I'm already using the word deeper. <laughs> but what goes beyond just the creativity and where it's sourced in? And it's this this longing for our connection to something bigger. And really, it's coming back into the... I'm, I'm trying to find the words for something that is wordless. But it, it, it is coming back into God or coming back into spirit, coming back into our own heart. And that is what this podcast was created and founded for, of being able to really come back into our own hearts. And therefore, that is connected to something that is larger than us. I want to share this because in my last podcast episode, I mentioned that I hadn't really gone too deep into my spirituality. And this may be a few podcast episodes because I don't have a lot of time today to go probably as deep as I want to go and uh, explain a lot of the things that I personally believe in. Um, And I know that when I talk about this, I do get very passionate about it. And so it may be uh, segmented into multiple different episodes, but I will speak on my connection today on in spirituality because parenting, raising children, being connected with other people, there is a component of, you know, our personality selves that we are connecting with other people and we vibe with or we connect with or we we feel uh, understood by. But then there's a layer beyond that where we have to have a connection that goes deeper than just these personality traits because then it gets to a point where we 
are feeling like it's not enough because connecting at the personality level can only take us so far. It's it's fun and it's playful and it's a part of the human experience. But then there's another component in connection that needs to go beyond just our personality traits. And the way that I would describe this is connecting soul to soul or spirit to spirit and being able to see that person in in the in life itself, like seeing them as life itself and not seeing ourselves as separate from each other. In the last podcast episode, I talked about patience and I talked about the different components of patience. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend going back and listening to it. And in that, I touched on how one of the components of patience is being able to foster compassion. And so being in connection with other people, we need to recognize and see ourselves as as that other person, not having our identity with them or being in this codependent place where if they're not happy, we're not happy. If they're happy, then we're happy. But seeing ourselves as not being disconnected from their their life, from their what makes them them, because we are all human. And this goes beyond just the the human uh, unity. This goes beyond our unifying identity structures of you're human, I'm human, so therefore we're connected. This is unified with with all consciousness, all beingness, which is the animals, the plants, every living thing on this planet, we are connected and tied to and we are not separate from them. This separation that we have really as as a at, a at a global level been disconnected from um or this unity that we've been dis- disconnected from has created the separation and therefore has has created so many of the challenges of, and hardship that we are going through when destroying our planet destroying relationships destroying our connection to spirit uh because we feel like we are alone in this and that this is not like we are not somehow tied together in this experience. We are all very, very connected. And when we come back into that truth, that is how we truly build our relationships from heart. That is truly how we come back to heart. There's a relation, there's a, there's a, there's work that we must do and have to do at the relational level, which are some of the things that I was talking about in the previous episodes of the foundational pieces of mindfulness and of emotional intelligence, right? There's this piece of the mind that we have to really work on in order to be able to to ground ourselves when we are feeling when we're feeling very absorbed and entrenched in the personality. But then there is a key component of coming back to heart in order to connect into some kind of spirituality, into some piece of our spirit, in order to get into that feeling of wholeness. There's something that I experienced personally and going through the the journey, my own spiritual journey, my own connection to God, in order to feel like I was a part of this unity for a really long time, I felt very disconnected. I went through my years of atheism, uh, being agnostic, feeling very pessimistic about life, about people, and 
I, for a very long time, did not consider myself spiritual or religious. And I guess in in the larger scheme, it wasn't that long of a time period because other people have gone decades through that feeling of separateness. And I feel like I have had some, by the grace of God or by the grace of the universe, um, have been able to come back at a faster rate than a lot of other people have been able to. And by coming back, I mean coming back into unity and connection to my own heart and the heart of others. Uh, But it still felt like a long time when you're going through it, when you feel very isolated, when you feel really alone, it feels like centuries. And I personally believe in, in past life experiences. And so I feel like there may have been past lives that I've been through where I have lived lifetimes where I was, where I never came back to God, where I didn't come back into my own spirituality, but there's always been that longing. And so in this lifetime, that longing was always there. I didn't always know how to identify it, but I firmly believe that it's within all of us, but we don't always know how to come back to it and how to re-embrace those pieces of us. And so there's different tools in order to do that. And One of those tools is religion. Religion is our constructs and uh, structures that have been created to help give ceremony and and gathering to these belief systems. There's a difference, I believe, in spirituality and religion, and you can be very spiritual without connecting yourself to religion. I personally am coming back into feeling less resistance to religion after going through years of so much resistance with religion because of my personal identities in this lifetime and my personal experiences in this lifetime of feeling very shunned from church, shunned from religion because of how I am and who I am in this life. And what I'm coming to realize is that humans are the ones that are creating the the containers for these religious activities to take place, like church um, and gatherings. And so with that, because we're imperfect, humans are creating creating separation still within within places that should be unifying. And it is the work of the heart to help to bring to one shed light on these experiences and two to to do the work to create more unity in these places and i know that part of my path is to be in more involved in religion to help to create more of that unity uh in you know being queer inclusive being inclusive in in every capacity of for people who have been a minority, for people who have been shunned and shamed for so long within the church and with within religion and feeling like they don't have a place and they are not loved unless they behave and show up in a specific and, and certain way. And that is not the way that God loves. That is not the way that our, that unity works. God is all loving. The universe is all loving and all caring and all compassionate and they care for us deeper than we will ever truly know. But there is a place that you can get to when you are able to touch into that yourself, when you're able to feel God's love through meditation, through prayer, through 
silence, through quiet, through pause, you can feel this for yourself. And I think that these people who are doing this work to meditate, to pray, to truly come back at the individual level are the ones who are going to be able to make that shift within the uh, religious communities to bring that love into these communities and into these places. So that I know is some of my work and that's why I'm here on this podcast sharing, sharing this because I know that I am not the only one who has been through the experience of feeling like I cannot be loved until I am getting to a certain place of healing. I cannot be loved until I am a certain way, until I am a certain person, until I look a certain way, until I behave a certain way. And I know now that that is not true and that is not the case. And so I want to share this so that other people know that you are loved, that you are accepted and that you are of value and you are highly worthy it doesn't matter where you are in your journey and where you are in your path and what you have done in your past and what you have what you have experienced in you know in the context of christianity it doesn't matter what sins that you have have have, have done in your life that you have experienced that you have acted out you are still loved and this is seen in in catholic churches and in christianity often too of the act of confession forgive me father for i have sinned this is not to be coming from a place of shame this is coming from a place of humility of like i messed up this is what i talked about in i think this is in my patients podcast too of being able to repair your relationship with your child you 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 offer yourself forgiveness and you ask for forgiveness from your child this is the same thing with our relationship with God and the universe. You're not asking for forgiveness from the Father, from Spirit, or from God in order to get love. You are confessing these things in order to come to terms with it for yourself and forgive yourself and feel like you are being forgiven from, from God and from Spirit so that you can open up this this energy that feels very trapped in the body when we are coming from a place of shame, if there's something that you feel like is on your heart that you are feeling shame about, that you feel like you did not do right, whether it's something, you know, as as minor as yelling at your children, or maybe it's something as major as cheating on your your partner, your spouse, or doing something that really caused harm, that weighs very heavy on the spirit and very heavy on the heart. And so holding that within us and not speaking it, and not allowing it to move through us verbally, it stores in the body, it stores in the spirit, and it stores in our heart, and it takes impact on our body and on our systems. And so confessing it outwardly to a friend, to a pastor, to a spouse can help us to clear that energy. The reason why it can be very helpful to share this with a pastor, to share it with some type of spiritual um spiritual support system is because they have been in a practice of non-judgment or some have been. I don't say that this is uh, the case with every leader and authority and uh, support system within the spiritual communities or religious communities. The goal is that they have have been in this practice of non-judgment and unconditional love. And so sharing it with them you will not receive judgment and you will receive acceptance and and forgiveness. 
it can be very helpful in therapy too, because therapy uh, therapists are in this practice of non-judgment and acceptance. And their ju- their job and their work is to help you to love and accept yourself and to help you to move forward, to grow in the ways that you want to grow. So there's the act of confession, but then there's now the walk that you have to make in your life of doing differently, of behaving in a way that feels better for you, that feels in alignment with you, that feels like you are walking in a way that that feels true and that feels like it's coming from a place of love and and care and intention. So this is where I have to wrap it up today because I have to move on with my day. But I hope that you are on your own path of love and coming back to heart. If there's anything that you need support with uh, or you have any questions about, please feel free to reach out to me uh, via email or on my social medias, and I will try to do a podcast episode on it or reach back out to you if I have this space. You are doing incredible. You're doing amazing. This is this is life, and life is not a constant flow of ease. It can come with its challenges and its its tribulations, but we grow through the experiences of grief and heartbreak and and challenge. So allow this to be an opportunity for you to see something that spirit has been trying to show you or spirit wants you to see for yourself and ask what you need to see from this and what you need to learn from this. And you will see it and you will receive it. It may take a little bit of time but hearing the voice of spirit, the voice of God, your own inner voice, your own inner uh, judgment, it is always there and it's always speaking to you. We just have to learn how to listen. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this. And I will talk to you all soon.